No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Always More TV. I am Rebecca Keener, and I have with me a very special guest today, my mom, Bernice Davis. So welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being my mama. Thank you. For 55 years. <laughs> for you, thanks for you being our daughter for 55 years. <laughs> oh, my. Well, you sure have put up with a lot oh. with me, and I'm so thankful. And you all at home have heard me probably quote my mother and talk about my mom and my dad. Both of them are here today in the studio and we're talking about the fruit of the spirit and so i'm i'm looking forward to hearing from you and what you're going to uh, be able to share with us today it's going to be really really good let's have a word of prayer and we'll get right into our lesson which today is on the fruit of gentleness yes and you're one of the most gentle people i have ever known so this is well suited thank for you, you. well let's have a word of prayer father in jesus name we thank you so much for this privilege and opportunity to study on the fruit of the spirit we ask that you would anoint us anoint my precious mom that you would speak through her in a very powerful way and lord that we would learn and grow in the fruit of the spirit in jesus name and everyone said at home amen amen, amen. okay so our series text that we've been looking at every single week now for several weeks is galatians 5 23 that's where you go and you find uh, the the writing that paul wrote out to the church at galatia on the fruit of the spirit and it reads like this, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and self-control. Okay, against such there is no law, Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And then uh, we were talking about our program text today um, the example of Jesus and how he was gentle. Yes. And we wanted to read from Matthew 11, uh, 28 and 29, which says, um, let me see if I can find it. Have you got it? Come yeah. to me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will give you rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle. gentle. Yes, I am meek, I am humble in heart, and I will bring refreshment and recreation and blessed quietness for your souls. That's Jesus speaking, and that's how the Amplified Version. Yes. So Jesus yes. said he was gentle. He was yes. our ultimate example. Yes. Yeah. He, he uh, defined himself as being a gentle person. And uh, we define gentleness as a quality of being kind, tender, and meek. In some places it is described as being meek. Mm. But to uh, make sure that we know that gentleness does not mean weakness at all. It, it means to be refined and restrained 
but uh, it also means to be powerful in control, as we know that Jesus was in, in much of his life. That's so good. So, um, the quality of being kind and tender. Yes. What does that mean and to you, to be tender? Well, you know, uh, talking about being tender, and I've read several examples where uh, one of the greatest ways uh, to show tenderness and gentleness is with teachers, with mm. their students. Yeah. And uh, so many times uh, an older person will remember a teacher that was gentle and tender and kind mm. to them, even though they had done something not correct, but she still treated them with kindness. And that is always something that is remembered as a person's quality That's and good. virtue to uh, deal with other people. That's so good. And I think we have to remain tender-hearted in order for the Lord. We have to remain pliable in the hands of the Lord so the Holy Spirit can develop these fruit in us, so He can develop gentleness, that if we're not tender in our heart toward the things of God and invite Him to come in and change us, he can't work with that, can he? Yes. Amen. Now, another example that came to your mind, well, two, there's three texts out of Matthew that we wanted to talk about, and Jesus being gentle. Yes. Let's talk about those, Matthew 5 and 5, is that right? Oh, well, 5 and 5 is from the Beatitudes. Okay. Um, that he says, blessed are the meek. Uh, mm -hmm. For they are the gentle, for they, they shall uh, inherit the earth. Okay. And uh, I think what he's uh, referring to there as we develop the uh, spirit of gentleness through the Holy Spirit, that he will provide what we need in the earth to uh, pr make provision for us as we acquire that uh, fruit and, and uh, produce it to others. That's good. So, Blessed are the meek. Meek. Yes. So Which is refer, also referred to as a gentle. Meek and gentleness are interchangeable. Yes. Yes. That's, that's so true. good. Love that. So, okay. Right. And then there was also uh, the example of Jesus coming in to the holy city the week before he was crucified, yes. which we know as Palm Sunday. Right. Talk about yes. that, how he exhibited gentleness. That is um, listed in um, Matthew 21 and um, 1 through 11, where Jesus told his two disciples they were, they were heading into Jerusalem uh, from Bethphage. And he said, go into the next village, and find a donkey that yeah. is tied and get and bring that to me. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, if anyone asks you why you're doing this, just tell them that you're doing that for the Lord. Mm. And this was his, he had planned out to, to get a, a lowly animal mm. to ride into this, uh, on his triumphal entry into Jerusalem uh, not, he could have, you know, for himself, he could have acquired a huge horse, which represents power yes. or war. Mm -hmm. He could have chosen a chariot mm -hmm. to bring him in with pomp and ceremony. But uh, he said, get the lowly uh, donkey and untie it and bring wow. it to me. 
And as he did ride in on that uh, triumphal entry, his uh, disciples and the friends that followed him threw their clothing down and the palm branches mm -hmm. where we get the Palm Sunday uh, ceremony. Yes. So anyway, that to me, uh, and it has been represented as one of the perfect pictures of Jesus being gentle. Yes, and so, so many pictures of him in gentleness toward his disciples, um, you know, even at his crucifixion, he could have called down all the power of the universe to yes. save himself, but he exercised that self-control and that gentleness right. and True. compassion. Yes, mm -hmm. but this uh, event is fulfilling the prophecy in Zechariah 9, 9, where it said, um, See, your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey. Wow. That is a prophecy that Zechariah 9, 9 gave, that Jesus would be gentle riding on the, on the uh, donkey. Wow. How, how many years before was that oh, prophecy? Many. Hundreds? Yes. Or, yeah. yes. Well, um, Jesus did set that example of being gentle, but then you also think about times we knew he was gentle, but we think about times where he overturned the tables. Well, this was immediately when they got into Jerusalem yeah. at the triumphal entry that his first place to go was into the temple and mm -hmm. his followers were with him. Mm -hmm. And he immediately recognized what was going on in the temple with the money changers, with the animal sales and, and all the things that were going there that were disrespectful to God and to in the temple. Out of order. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he immediately took authority over that with power and turned the tables over and ran the animals and the, the uh, sell, people selling the animals out and said, you have changed God's uh, temple of prayer into a, a temple of uh, iniquity. Yeah. So uh, there, there again, from gentleness, he was powerful and disciplined, mm -hmm. but yet he, he assumed authority yes. over it, uh, over the event that was going on. And such a good picture of how we need to be as parents, as grandparents, as workers, yes. Christians, that we, we, we clothe ourselves in that gentleness like he did as he came in that triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And so he went into that temple already clothed in yeah. humility and gentleness before he set things in order. Right. Yeah, well, think about it. He would have ridden in on a, you know, a chariot with a bunch of horses and whips and fanfare and, you know, a lot of all of his disciples with him and, you know, and then went into the temple. It would have probably been just a greater shock to yes, the people, don't right. you think? Yes, but he, that gentleness there that he uh, portrayed showed his his followers, common people, his, what he uh, was to them. Yeah. But um, when we talk about, he said, take my yoke upon you yes. and learn of me. Learn. Because I'm lowly and gentle in heart. And I think this is what we need to know, that we first have to take on the yoke of Jesus. 
mm. and to be in union with God and for the Holy Spirit to fill us to produce this fruit of That's gentleness. Right. Yeah. So it's impossible to produce this fruit of gentleness without the power of the Holy Spirit providing right. it for us. Amen. As we have talked about the vine and the branches mm -hmm. that we we have to be continually in union with the vine as we're the branches producing the fruit. Yeah. But the fruit there is produced for his glory Amen. and to bring joy to him, uh, not for our uh, benefit there. That's right. So, and that's just reiterating everything we've already uh, talked about in other programs today. Yes. You know, it's not behavior modification. It's not learning a skill of how to be gentle. It is the Holy Spirit yes. in us who changes our very nature. And he does it through the word of God. The more we get in the word of God, the more gentle over time we become because he transforms us, as Romans 12 and 2 says, into his image and likeness. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about just in practical sense, because you're a mom of three, grandmother of seven, um, mother-in-law to three, <laughs> mother-in-law who they all love you. Who, how do you impart gentleness in these fruit to children in the day we're living in? Well, I think first of all we impart love to them. Yeah. The and also the love that the Holy Spirit gives us, which is the first fruit. And uh, to show them they're accepted, no matter what their personality or, or how they are, that they're accepted by us. And That's good. Uh, that, but there are there are uh, certain disciplines that they are to follow, but mm -hmm. yet they are to be accepted and uh, know that we love them in, in every situation. That's, good. That's powerful. Yeah. And you certainly did that, practice that in my life. She had to put up with a lot, let's <laughs> just say. And, um, and um, many, um, many corrections, let's just say it that way. And, and a lot of long suffering, you had to be long suffering with me uh, well, and pray a well, lot of prayer. Well, you know, it was our pleasure and our pleasure to know well, now that you're here. Well, probably not in the midst of it. So if you're a parent at home and you're in the midst of raising a teen or uh, someone maybe in your home who is away from the Lord, you know, take heart and know that you train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. That's true. And you train them up in the Holy Ghost and you train them up in the fruit of the Spirit. And we've said on here before that, you know, one of the greatest prayers you can pray for your children is that they receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And then these fruits are developed in them. Yes, it's powerful. It's, and and as you said, it's impossible to portray or to grow the fruit of mm -hmm. gentleness and the other eight that we've talked about without the power of the Holy Spirit and God and Jesus in us. That's right. Uh, because, you know, in the flesh, the spirit of the flesh is completely opposite 
to the spirit of the of the uh, Holy Spirit yeah. inside of us. Because the flesh and, is wild. That's right. And the spirit, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, the opposite of gentleness would be anger and revenge mm -hmm. and uh, discontent, mm -hmm. which, you know, in the natural, we all have that. And, and to think, you know, some people will say, there's no way I can put, be gentle with this situation yeah. that I'm in. And, and that's true. In, in our natural life, it is, is impossible. Yeah. However, in, with the Sp Holy Spirit guiding and filling, filling us daily, then we are, are allowed that privilege to produce that fruit for those around us. Amen. So, now, have you ever gotten angry? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Have you ever said a cuss word in your whole life? Have you ever? Oh, yes. <laughs> I've never heard it. I don't believe that one bit. I, I've well, yes, never. Whatever, what your definition for a curse word is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, my. You but, may have said dumb. Did you ever say dumb or stupid? <laughs> or you said shut up? Is that maybe so. <laughs> Those are all no-nos. We don't say shut up. We say hush. But anyway, you have demonstrated that gentleness well, in, you. in your life in a powerful way. And also, um, we were talking about how the fruit of gentleness uh, brings about a politeness, a behavior. There is a behavior change. It's not... Yes. Um, behavior modification where we're just trying to do it all in ourselves. you know, ooh, I just, you know, I'm going to be gentle, I'm going to be full of, you know, but the Holy Spirit is bringing that, it's a refiner's fire. Right. Yes. And there was a scripture that you had given about after the fire and after the earthquake, mm. then the gentleness. And so With Elijah. This, yeah. Yeah. In, in our lives, this happens, you mm. know, disagreements or disgruntledness or any mm -hmm. anything that comes toward us like that yeah. uh you know that goes on and mm -hmm. and i'm hoping that your audience will not think well i've got to be this gentle because you can't do that without the help That's of right. the holy spirit's mm -hmm. presence but um then after the fire came quietness and right. after the earthquake quietness. Mm -hmm. The gentle, small, yeah. still small voice. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that, the one in uh, the Proverbs scripture that a kind, a uh, gentle answer turns, turns away, away wrath. wrath. Yes. But a harsh word stirs up anger. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that, that is what uh, the balance that we have to know in our day, today in the world that we're living in today, that we have to know that this gentle answer is what is needed to portray God's spirit within us. And uh, because otherwise, it's a harsh word will stir up anger. Yes. And I think we've talked about that with our children, mm -hmm. with your children, that, mm -hmm. you know, you can be strong and in control and disciplined, yet they will know that your love is still there. That's right. See, I just so, get my wooden spoon out and I just wave it around when they were little and... <laughs> <laughs> and they and they know Mama's devilness is coming out somewhere. <laughs> they know. Okay, we better straighten up here. Well, let's talk about some other scriptures, some supporting scriptures um, 
Okay. Uh, for gentleness, Titus 3, 1 through 2 says, remind them to be subject to rulers, to authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good deed, to malign no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing every consideration for all men. Yeah. So, so and, and one version says, show all humility. Mm. But this was Paul talking to Titus mm -hmm. when he was in Crete. And yeah. that was a bad, not a good country. To, to be working with, but mm -hmm. he, Paul just reiterated to Titus to uh, be kind to him and be peaceable and be uh, gentle, showing humility there. So we I, could use a little bit of that in correct. our culture today. Yes, we? from the government culture. and toward the government. Yes, mm -hmm. <clears throat> peaceable and gentle. Right. But you know today's um, culture feels like if someone is not peaceable to me, I've got to be non-peaceful to them. You know, that's that right. type, what brings one goes to another. Yeah. But from God's word, he tells us different mm -hmm. that we, but the only way to do that is through our union and our connection with God, the Holy Spirit and uh, Jesus. That's right. So that is so, so uh, important and vital mm -hmm. uh, in prayer and Bible study That's to know right. this is what he said for his, his uh, disciples and those that were followers of him. That's right. He's growing that fruit in us every time we open the word. Every time we pray, that fruit just is getting bigger and bigger in our life. And um, pretty soon we'll be able to look back and say, wow, look what the Lord yes. has done, not what I did. Right. I couldn't have developed gentleness because I, you know, by nature, I'm not really, you know, I'm not, I'm not a gentle person. You know, I had to have that strong discipline and guidance in my life to channel that type A personality, mm -hmm. and God is still working on me. And um, we were talking about the scripture that says in Galatians 5, against there is all the fruit of the Spirit, against such there is no law. So when you get to studying these things, and you see, oh, I got a lot of growing to do. You know, you don't come under the law. You don't come under the condemnation of, oh, I missed it. Oh, I'm not gentle enough. Oh, right. I'm not patient enough. No, we rest in the Holy Spirit and we rely on him to, to develop that fruit in us. Um, I, I like Philippians 4 and 5, let your gentle spirit be known to all men. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. But there again, it has to be the fruit from the Holy Spirit that's grown through us. Yeah. So, and you're talking about um, being able to portray this, but I think God's timing, when, when a fruit is grown, it can't be picked when it's green to be use, useful or to have someone else to use it. It has to be a time when... Um, that we, it's proper and ready and disciplined. That's so good. So, uh, you know, we've talked about uh, the uh, ability to produce fruit and uh, fruit trees, what all is required yeah. to grow uh, grapes 
on a grapevine. That's right. There is so much involved to do that. Mm -hmm. Which when, you and Dad have on the farm. You yeah. got grapes and you got apple trees. Blueberries. Blueberries, yeah. But there again, we've noticed the birds came and picked our blueberries. Okay, this is the same thing in, in our spiritual life mm -hmm. that we have to be very protective of our, our spirit so that the, the enemy or the evil can't come and pick away this fruit that you, that God is growing through us mm, to that's good. bring glory to him. And the reason for, doing, for having this fruit is to bring glory and honor to God Amen. as well as joy. I'm think, I think he might say, well, I'm so joy, happy to see that this fruit is grown through yeah. my followers. Mm. Like, you know, we'll look at our apple tree and think, oh, how beautiful that is. Yes. And we talked about the tree, the person that produces this fruit never does it for himself. It's for the person that's around him. Yeah. The, tree, the fruit tree never eats it, some fruit. Oh. The apple tree. <laughs> yes, and the 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 orange tree doesn't eat its own orange. Powerful. So mm -hmm. this fruit of gentleness is to be portrayed and produced for those uh, people around us yes. that need it, yeah. need it so badly. Yes. Today, our is, world is desperate yes. for gentleness. Yes. Who is the most gentle person you have ever known in your life? Who would you say? With power, we've talked about this, the uh, quality of power under control and discipline. Yeah, but who is the most? Right, I'm saying that oh, to okay. say why. Okay. And we were talking about that my husband and I were, your dad and I were talking last night as, as my mother. Yeah. She was always, a, she was a servant. She was a Martha yeah. at Jesus' feet yeah. constantly. But yet she was a Mary too at Jesus' mm -hmm. feet. I'm yeah. sorry. She mm -hmm. was a Mary and a Martha. Mm -hmm. Yet she was a disciplined and, and controlled. Yeah. She, you know how she would get you grandchildren mm -hmm. disciplined. Well, okay. she would tell us to go get a hickory switch, but she never once used it. I can yeah. tell you that. She cooked three big meals a day and she served, served, served in the church and her family and she was a gentle, gentle, humble giant for sure. Yes. And you are that to me well, and to your grandchildren. I pray that I would have some of her qualities. Well. But as I've said that, she had that power mm -hmm. under control. I mean, she was mm -hmm. powerful she was. in what she did, but she was very gentle and meek, yes. a meek person. Yeah, so I've got to have that balance. That's yes. so good. And that's why we need the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why we need Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So if you're at home today and you've been watching us, if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, today's the day. Just invite him, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins. Lord, I ask for you to bring your Holy Spirit and fill me and make me that gentle person that you desire for me to be. And he will do it. And we are your witnesses today. Hey, write in to us and tell us if you prayed that prayer with us of faith. We want to stand with you and believe with you. My mom and dad, they are praying with us for the folks tuning in and watching. And, and uh, we're just so blessed to be able to have this opportunity to 
be able to impart to you a little bit of the fruit of the Spirit. And thank you, Mom, for being with me today. And I know you'll be back again real soon. I was thinking, everybody thinks that we're sisters, and she loves that. I do. And we and we always, when, when I was young, we wanted to do a, a show in the kitchen. We would pretend yes, that we were. Yes, we did. So now we got our we chance. Yes, the fruit. <laughs> That's right. Well, we love you. God bless you. Thank you for being with us on Always More TV. And we just pray the Lord just bless you and keep you. And he developed his fruit of gentleness in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmoretv.org.